In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, happy feast of St. Mark. But I would like to ask myself and every one of us, if you can ask yourself, what are you expecting in the feast of St. Mark or the feast of any saint, whoever he is? Sometimes we are waiting for a miracle, which is great. But the, the possibility to have such miracle, which is a physical healing or something like this, is very, very, very low. It's not because it's not possible, but it's not for everyone, not at any time and not at in every time. So how we can read the saints? Bonaparte yesterday was telling us how St. Mark was a witness, how we can see his witnessing in our life today. Let me share with you one verse from Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 7. St. Paul is commanding us, Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you. We as Copts, we as followers of St. Mark, he is the one who spoke the word of God to us. So are we going to imitate him? No. Whose faith follow. You are following his faith, not imitating his deeds. Considering the outcome of their conduct. He is the one who converted all North Africa to Christianity, who, who, is, who is the one through whom we received our faith in the Holy Trinity as we think in the doxology of St. Mark. So I would like to show you a few points when we read the story of any saint, and especially tonight we are applying it on the life of St. Mark. First of all, he is not telling us imitate what I am doing, but whose faith follow. So their faith was very strong in the Lord himself. If you open with us, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, St. Paul also was commanding us, gazing our eyes to the author and finisher of faith. This is what St. Mark has done. He was not in Egypt to satisfy his heart for a mission. No, he was sent there by the Holy Spirit. And he didn't go there as an immigrant having two big bags full of clothes, winter clothes and spring clothes, no. He went even when his sandal was broken, he went to Ananias, who was the first or second patriarch and first believer in Alexandria. He went nearly having nothing, but his eyes were gazed on Christ. If you'd like to learn from the saint of, or the life of, the, of any saint, especially St. Mark, his eyes were gazed on Christ. His life was Christ-centered. He was not seeking anything for himself. Secondly, what he was preaching. He was preaching how to enjoy the life of the Holy Trinity. What does it mean? He was enjoying being risen with Christ. Resurrection for him was not a procession in a church was a real life that is risen in Christ. So he saw himself a new man believing in Christ who raised him with, the, with him and seated with him in the heavenly realms. So what are you going to say? Now I am the son of God by adoption. I'm calling you all to be the sons of God. How? Through the Holy Spirit. Paul tells us in Romans chapter eight and verse 15 that we are, we are receiving the spirit of adoption, through whom we call him Abba Father. So he was risen, he has a risen life, he's preaching, be in Christ risen. 
is preaching the Holy Spirit is able to teach you and help you to call the Heavenly Father, Abba Father. Look to the saint of a life of any saint in the church history. Their focus was Christ. Who is working in you? Are you a hero? We never said Saint Mark is a hero or any saint is a hero. It's the grace of God working on me. Yes, I know how weak I am, and he knows how weak you are. Are you ready to receive uh, power from God himself? This is a very simple meaning of the grace of God. Saint Cyril the Great was telling us the grace of God is to receive the whole life of Christ. Yes, I am weak, but by receiving the life of Christ, I'm not weak anymore. Yes, to humble myself is to know that I have nothing. But part of my humility is to receive Christ and his life in each and every Eucharist. Then it's something totally different. So all the saints, especially St. Mark, his focus and his life was Christ-centered. How are you going to preach those pagans, Egyptian at the time, where the philosophy of the Alexandria was above everyone and above every knowledge in the whole world? It's the Holy Spirit. My partner is God himself, the Holy Spirit. So his life was Christ-centered. The Holy Spirit is working in him. He is gazing his eyes and seeking the power of the grace of God, which is the life of Christ himself. And finally, he was telling us it's time to die that the life of Christ may be manifested in your life. St. Mark was in a debate between St. Barnabas and St. Paul. He didn't fight for it. He said, he can't be with us in the second journey. St. Mark surrendered and went with St. Peter, and then he came into the land of Egypt. Yes, to have a conflict is not good, but God was able to use this conflict for the edification of St. Paul, St. Bernabe, and St. Mark, and to bless also our land. So if you read the saint, saint's life, focus on this. Where is how he was Christ-centered, how he was gaining and using the grace of God, how the Holy Spirit moved him for such transformation, because St. Paul is telling us in 2 Corinthians 3:18, we are required to be transformed into his image from glory to glory. And in the end, he was telling us whose faith follow. It's not do something as St. Mark did. No. Focus on Christ. Receive the grace of Christ, which is the life of Christ. Be a partner with God himself, the Holy Spirit, and then will life will be transformed. St. Paul says two times in 2 Corinthians 14 11 that the life of Christ may be manifested in your mortal mother. So are we looking for, for miracles? Yes. But above all, this life of the saints whose faith follow uh, are not keen. The biggest two miracles in the church are daily. The Eucharist, Christ offering his life, transforming the bread and wine into his real body and blood, and transforming you and me from sinners into repented heart who is able to be united with him. St. Mark and his mission, and if you read the liturgy of St. Cyril, which is originally written by St. Mark and then modified by St. Cyril, is telling us exactly the same story. We are here to be purified, 
to be to receive the purity of his son Jesus Christ. This is how he lived, Saint Mark, how he prayed the liturgy, and now it's our turn to enjoy the fullness of the life of those saints that Christ was working in them. That's why even all the praises in the church, we praise Christ in them. We praise the work of the grace of God in them. We praise the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives. That's why it's Christ is everywhere and in every single act of those saints. Let us pray and end our prayer today and let us attend the liturgy tomorrow to receive the life of the saints whose faith we follow and to begin that if this reality of the work of God in his life was real, it's going to be real in your life and in my life as well. And the glory of our Lord be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.